everyone. I'm not sure exactly when you might be listening to this, but the day that I'm actually recording this, we are about a week away from Christmas. And even as I say that, I can't believe it. I know I'm not the only person that feels like 2019 has just flown by. But I will say it has been a fun ride and I've enjoyed so much of it. But I am excited to be starting a new decade and really excited about everything that I believe 2020 is going to hold. I've had a particular thought in my head the past few weeks and it's kind of wrapped up in the question or brought a question forth that is, what if one of the greatest gifts in your life is something that you never asked for? I mean, obviously, during this time of the year, our thoughts go to the story surrounding the birth of Christ. And as a woman, Mary's perspective and role in that story has always been intriguing to me. And Mary was certainly invited to receive a gift that she definitely didn't ask for or expect. And I want to read a few verses from Luke. And I'm going to be reading out of the Passion Translation, so it might read a little different than you're familiar with. And I'm going to jump in right where the angel has come to Mary. So this is Luke chapter one and verse around verse 26, 27. It says the angel Gabriel was sent from God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary living in Nazareth, a village in Galilee. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Grace to you, young woman, for the Lord is with you, and so you are anointed with great favor. Mary was deeply troubled over the words of the angel and bewildered over what this may mean for her. But the angel reassured her, saying, Do not yield to your fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy, and you are to name him Jesus. He will be supreme and will be known as the Son of the Highest, and the Lord will enthrone him as the King of his ancestor David's throne. He will reign as King of Israel forever, and his reign will have no limit. Mary said, how could this happen? I am still a virgin. And Gabriel answered, the spirit of holiness will fall upon you and almighty God will spread his shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy for he will be called the son of God. I'm skipping down a couple verses and it says, and then Mary responded saying, this is amazing. I will be a mother for the Lord as his servant. I accept whatever he has for me and may everything you have told me come to pass and the angel left her you know it could be really easy for us to hear and read this account and not really take in and comprehend all that mary felt in that moment when the angel was inviting her to this new life and Because I want us to remember, Mary was fully human, unlike the child that she was going to be giving birth to, because we know that Jesus was fully God and he was fully man. But Mary was fully human. And I just think that sometimes when we hear and we read the scriptures and we hear the stories, even though we've been told and we know that they were humans, it's like still we read them through these spiritual eyes and we just hear them differently and we think that they felt different, that they didn't experience the same emotions that we would. And so I want us to think about that, that Mary was fully human. And so even though she said yes, there was just so much wrapped up into that yes. And I love how it says that when the angel 
is giving her the news. Originally, I love how he says to her, do not yield to your fear, Mary. Ah, I love how it says that. Do not yield to your fear. We have a choice to not yield to our emotions and the fear we might be facing when we are in certain situations. So from these verses, I mean, we get a glimpse into some of Mary's feelings and what she might've been thinking. But as someone that write, likes to write down her feelings and to journal, it's like, part of me is like, oh, wouldn't it have been awesome if Mary had journaled and written down and we could just see some of her processes and um, how she thought and felt and just to read those just would be very intriguing to me. But um, when I think about that and I think about some of the things that she might have been questioning and grappling with, one of the biggest things that pops up for me, just because I think it's a big thing for all of us, is the question of why me? Because I think that's such a hang up for all of us that when, just like Mary, God's put something inside of each and every one of us that we're to bring forth into the world. And obviously it's not the son of God, but he's placed unique things within each of us. And I think that we get held back because we question why me and we don't feel enough. And I know that Mary had to have that questioning that she had to think, why me? Why did you pick me out of all the people in the world, all the women, all the young girls that you could have picked? Why did you pick me? And are you sure you picked the right person? Because honestly, I don't know if I have what it takes. And I think that's just a familiar question that we all can get stuck in the why me kind of thing. But we have to trust that God knew what he was thinking. Another question that I'm sure Mary grappled with was, why now? Because I'm sure she was thinking, you know, the timing of this is not really convenient. I mean, I really don't understand why you couldn't just wait it a little bit longer till after Joseph and I had had our marriage ceremony, because I feel like that would have made things a lot easier to explain. So I'm not quite sure on this timetable. Um, this all feels so sudden to me, and it feels unsettling, and it feels very inconvenient. And I don't know about you, but I often feel that way when I'm having to walk through certain situations. I will think, ah, oh, the timing of this, like it feels like it wouldn't have felt so hard if it wasn't exactly at this time. And even as I'm thinking that, I'm always thinking, well, when would it be convenient? But honestly, a lot of times timing does feel really off when we're having to walk through things. As much as we can feel a pull to be who we were created to be and to bring forth what God's put in us, I feel like our humanity and our flesh is usually always calling us to fit in. And this tension is a familiar one for me. You know, I'm not somebody that loves conflict. And so often I would just love to fit into this neat little box and just be part of this particular people and group and have everyone like me and just feel so safe in this particular little bubble. But then equally to that, well, probably not equally, probably a little bit stronger, I then feel like a disruptor and I just feel this... Um, compelling desire to bust out of any box that someone or some group might try to put me in. And I'm pretty sure that Mary's fitting in circle changed with her saying yes to the plan that God was inviting her to be part of. You know, we all know that it's so not fun knowing that you're being talked about or being judged for a circumstance that you might find yourself in, even if it was by your own choosing mistakes you had made or just like with Mary, just certain circumstance that you feel called to walk out. 
it's not fun knowing that your name is being brought up in conversations around the city. And that's what Mary experienced. But Can I let you in on a little secret that I know some of you probably already know? That when you walk through seasons like that and you feel alone and you're being talked about, you also receive a surprise gift. Because in that time, you will experience the love of the Father on a whole new level. Because when you feel like you have nothing else, that's sadly the time out of desperation that we receive the love that he's always got for us at any time in a different way and it is it is just such a surprise gift when you're walking something hard out that I'm always surprised at that is just such a sweet time that almost when things get better and you don't feel that same pressure you almost miss how you felt in that moment if that makes sense You know, God didn't send the angel Gabriel to Mary with a play-by-play game plan. You know, she didn't get the everyday details of exactly how all of this was going to play out. And, you know, most of her feelings and her thoughts were based on everything that she could see around her, which kind of reminds you is not at all how God sees our lives. And, you know, I think that, honestly, we can find ourselves in the same scenario that Mary found herself in, that... As we try to walk out what we feel God's place in us, I think sometimes we can feel overwhelmed and we can look around at our world and we can feel anxious and we might be confused and feel overwhelmed because maybe what we feel is on the inside of us that we're supposed to bring forth. Maybe we don't see a clear example ahead of us. We don't look ahead and we can't see, okay, I can kind of see how this might play out or here's an example of someone a little further down the road of how they've walked this out and how this looks in their life. So it brings confusion to us and it makes us apprehensive to put our hand to something. But I I want to tell you today, I believe that there's a reason for that. I believe that there is a reason maybe why there is not this clear path for us that we can see or a particular person to follow in that because we are not here. You are not here and I am not here to do something and to bring forth something just like somebody else already has. You know, that's when we live stressed. That's when we feel anxious, when we are trying to live under the opinions and the judgments of everyone around us, when we're trying to do it like they do it. And and I've done that myself. You know, I might, I might see something that is similar to something in me. And so I can look at somebody's life and think, okay, this is how this looks. And then I start doing that. And then I wonder why I feel stressed or not at ease like I did before I started that. And it's because even though there might be just something in there that I can can grow from and learn from, I'm not that person. I'm not wired like them. I'm not called to do exactly what they're doing, just like they're not called to do exactly what I'm doing. So it's like we always have to take what we can and learn, but we've got to be true to who we are. And that's why I don't know if you've seen um, one of my recent art pieces that um, I've just put out. And um, it's actually a sketch face that I did a while back. But it's like I love getting the word and truth that I need to see in my life out in front of me. And so I like will write things down. I like to put them up. But I put the verse um, found in Romans 12 that I love so much. It's just so plain how it says it. And it's like I want to keep it before me and be reminded daily, sometimes hourly. 
of this message. And what it says, it says, let's just go ahead. So you might see that hashtag a lot. I will, I will say that, you know, hashtag, let's just go ahead. And I'm just reminding myself when I say that, but here's the verse. Let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we aren't. I want to remind you today that the God that formed and purposed and created you, he did it for such a time as this. You know, you are here in this moment in this time for a reason. And trust me, it's not for you to live exactly like everyone that you see around you. So I want you to think about what do you see and what do you envision in the core of who you are? You know, maybe it doesn't make sense to those around you and maybe it doesn't even fully make sense to you. And, you know, you might have Mary's response to the angel, the message that was given to her where it says she was bewildered and not sure what that meant for you. You might be feeling that. Like, I don't know what that means for me to say yes to those things that I feel deep in the core of who I am. You know, have you ever thought about what if Mary had said no? You know, because she could have. I mean, we don't tend to think about that, but Mary could have said no because just like us, Mary had free will, so she could have said no. But instead, Mary's response was, I accept whatever he has for me. You know, and that's my hope and prayer, that we would, just like Mary, that our response to God, our creator, the one that placed all the gifts and all the things that we are called to bring forth. He's the one that placed us inside of us. And, you know, my prayer and my hope is that we would just say a big yes to all that he has purpose for us, all the ways that he wants to show up in our lives. You know, and maybe you're looking around your life and you're saying, all I see is some things that I didn't ask for, and they certainly don't look like gifts. And I want to invite you to change your perspective. You know, perspective's everything, and I don't know where you're at in that process and that journey of some of those things you might be walking through. Maybe you're right at the beginning. But whatever it is, it all comes back to trust and faith that God holds us in the palm of his hand that he has a plan and a purpose for us and he has promised he will never leave us and not forsake us. And just like Mary, we don't have to be handed a game plan. We're not going to be handed a game plan of how every moment's going to play out in our life. But we have get, been given the promise of the Holy Spirit that at any moment of the day, we have access when we will just ask and invite. We have access to the Holy Spirit whose job is to comfort us and also to teach us and to lead us and guide us. I mean, what more could we ask for? So don't get stuck in the logistics of how everything's supposed to play out and the lies that maybe that a lot of us struggle with and that there's nothing unique about you and that what's in your heart, it's already been done before or somebody else is already doing it and they're doing it better because has it been done by you? Because if it hasn't, then you have no excuse. You have no argument that will hold up because I will assure you, if you are showing up in the world fully you, who you are, what you do will never be like anybody else. It can't be because no one is you and you're not like anybody else. Just like Mary, you were created and designed to bring something into the world 
and it may not look like anything you asked for or anything like what you envisioned for your life. But whatever it is, I can assure you it will bless those around you when you say yes to it. And even more importantly, and it's probably a surprise to you, it's going to bless you. You are here for such a time as this, friend. I love you. Merry Christmas. And I hope this is a blessed season for you and that um, you experience the gift of Emmanuel. God is with you.